0: Hello and welcome, you're listening to Stadia Rocks. Hi, Rock here, welcome to show number 8 of Stadia Rocks, the show for busy people and casual gamers. In today's show, we gaze into the future and explore Stadia months, even years from now. Also in this week's show, we take a look at Assassin's Creed Odyssey in the Rock Review, and we meet a very special guest. And, stars of the news from and we lead today with breaking news. Google have announced that from the 8th of April, rolling out over 48 hours, across the 14 existing territories, Stadia Pro subscription will be free for everyone. Existing subscribers will get the next two months for free as well. Google have said that they're launching this initiative now to help people connect and have some fun during these challenging times but this also inevitably heralds the release of Stadia Base, albeit not specifically named as such, as any pro subscriber that cancels automatically reverts to the free-for-life account. Stadia also stated in the press release that 1080p will become the default resolution, helping to release the load on servers at a time when more people are accessing the internet than at any other in history. There's more on what comes next in What's Up Rock following latest news. In an article published by the New York Times this week, we had first confirmation of Amazon's forthcoming cloud gaming platform, codenamed Project Tempo. Little more is known except that 9to5Google later suggested that the launch date may well have been set back due to current global conditions. Also revealed in the same article is that Amazon will be releasing two games, possibly as early as next month both developed by Amazon's own studios. Crucible and New World Eternum Awaits will be exclusive to PC and available to purchase directly from Amazon or Steam. Both are billed as optimised for Amazon's Twitch, and regular listeners will know that I suggested this would be the case in my Stadia vs Amazon article in a previous edition of Stadia Rocks. Crucible sounds like a League of Legends, Battle Royale-style PvP experience. New World is a massive multiplayer online game, which is equal parts PvP and PvE. Set in a reimagined 17th century, it has the makings of a never-ending experience, much in line with Destiny, and also what many believe Stadia are currently developing for their own platform. What's up, In Stadia Rocks Episode 7, we covered the story of Stadia after the public reveal in 2019 and the launch that didn't go as smoothly as hoped. In this final episode, we will consider what the near and distant future could hold for Stadia. To begin our journey into the future, let's take a look at what we already know to look forward to. Here's a list of features that are either already with us or coming in the very near future. Stream Connect. Co op shared screens and larger numbers of concurrent players on a game server. The screens can be of any size, it's all down to the developer's design choices. State Share, which allows developers to turn in game waypoints into a web link that people will be able to follow to play from the exact point in the game. The state could also include the loadout for a character, the level of XP achieved. Specific bosses, etc. Family sharing. Once purchased, a game will be available to other designated family members. And although at this point it's unclear whether they will all require a pro subscription or indeed whether Stadia will roll out a family wide subscription account. Live stream. Which will enable players to stream their play live to YouTube and manage the connection from within the Stadia app. This can be public or private, by choice, which means that players can even store their entire game-playing experience for later retrieval, if only for personal enjoyment. Crowdplay will allow players to join in another player's game that they are publicly streaming, perhaps via live stream. The watching player is added to a lobby where the streaming player can choose who to play with or allow play on a rotational basis trial play. Game developers will be able to offer trial play of their games simply by adding a play now button to a YouTube trailer video enabling people to sample the game for themselves for a set period of time. There has also been talk of other amazing features such as the ability to harness hundreds of server blades or server-based PCs together to create massively powerful games that allow literally thousands of concurrent players in a single game and other incredible scenarios. This points the way to what many believe will be Stadia's first self-developed AAA title, an always-on massive multiplayer experience that will showcase features never seen before in gaming. So, that is what we can look forward to in the near future, but what about a little further out? The one thing we've never seen from Google Stadia is a roadmap. We've learned of some of the exciting features that the platform will be able to deliver, and we've learned that they're developing their own titles. But Google's longer-term plans for Stadia have remained strictly locked behind closed doors. To be fair, even with a published roadmap, in these turbulent times, things change rapidly, and this certainly applies to release dates. Another point worth noting is the competitive landscape. Although there have been cloud gaming experiments for some years now, the serious contenders are fresh in with most yet-to-go public. Google was the first of these to launch publicly, but soon they will not have the landscape to themselves, and this may or may not affect their future plans. Certainly, it would be impossible to imagine that Amazon launching in the months to come with a highly attractive proposition wouldn't have an impact on how Stadia is marketed or its future plans. What we need to do, though, is take a look at some of the clues that have been dropped along the way in order to lead us to a logical conclusion of what future Stadia looks like. We know, for example, from keynotes delivered by partner developers at the GDC conference in 2019, that Google has its eye very much on the potential market of the billions of, in their words, non-gamers in the world there is also a massive market of ex-players who enjoyed gaming at some point in their life but abandoned it because of education work or family commitments but would dearly love to rediscover it if it wasn't for the financial or time commitments needed stadia has the potential to be perfect for them with no need for expensive hardware lightning fast game loading times etc But the cost of games remains a prohibitor, especially if financial constraints is the biggest concern. If we take a look at how the games industry has developed, it's easier to see the challenges and possibly why it's ripe for disruption. Traditionally, games were sold in retail stores. Developers not only had to cover the cost of development, and marketing of the game but the cost of producing the game cartridge tape cd or dvd its packaging storage shipping and the margin of profit for the retailer to name just a few of the production elements all adding to the price the gamer would eventually pay Over time, the internet matured enough for games to be stored on servers remotely and downloaded. Although this helped to reduce the cost of production to the developer, the platforms still took hefty slices, often higher than the retailers did, in order to promote and sell the title. So the cost of games has remained relatively high. Couple this with the scale of game development now rivalling and in some cases exceeding the cost of movie production and it's easy to see why games cost 50 to 60 dollars and that doesn't look like dropping any day soon enter google stadia we know that google's big plan was always to be the game platform of choice for everyone else but how can they reach everyone else if everyone else isn't playing because they can't justify the high price of games The solution could be threefold first develop your own titles and control the price we know this is already happening we just don't know how many titles are being built we also know that studios such as splash damage as reported in the last show have been drafted in to add to the library too so it's fair to assume that there will be more than a couple on their way secondly maybe encourage studios to bring games to the platform that are no longer under contract with other platforms or at the end of their expected sales cycle, yet have a big enough reputation to still be attractive to gamers who are not worried about being the first to play a title. We've already seen this on Stadia to date with most games, with notable exceptions being a year or more older. This allows the platform to discount the game from day one to general players but offer hefty discounts to pro subscribers. Thirdly, encouraging independent studios who are not tied to any large publisher or platform provider to develop exclusively for Stadia. Typically these games are fairly simple affairs although some are amazingly impressive and most are great fun to play depending on your particular style of play the key thing is that the cost of development will be massively less than for a AAA title which can then be reflected in the price i call these pocket money games and i fully expect these to form the bulk of stadia's library within the coming months and years with an average price of ten dollars per game across the board no price to pay for playing and with the enforced 1080p cap reduced data constraints and internet speeds this suddenly becomes the platform that anybody can just jump in and play on. Of course, this doesn't preclude brand new AAA titles from launching on Stadia. And indeed, we can expect this from big publishers such as Ubisoft and id, who have already shown commitment to the platform with existing or promised releases. Further, as the traditional gaming market begins to disappear in favour of a more democratic cloud-based playing field, even the traditionally expensive games will undoubtedly be more attractively priced as we have seen on Steam for PC. Around this ecosystem will be other providers who will either continue to cater for traditionalists or create an as yet entirely new approach. Whatever this landscape looks like, it will be us. consumer that ultimately benefits especially casual gamers who will find that gaming is no longer a night long commitment but can easily slot in between study baby duties work shifts and just life finally it's worth taking a quick look at what wonderful things are hatching at star labs stadia's skunk works run by erin hoffman john we could devote an entire piece to Erin's team's efforts, and we probably will in a future Stadia Rocks. But the main thing is that Star Labs literally exists to dream up new ways to exploit Google's cloud technology. They have already demonstrated some amazing, almost unbelievable technology like the ability to take an existing game and bolt in multiplayer without the developer having to write a single line of new code. The concept of evolving a game using machine learning and artificial intelligence is mind-boggling. But given the unlimited power that distributed computing provides, we are at the dawn of a dream-it-and-it-will-be-so era. Imagine a future world where you fancied playing a game that's a bit like Call of Duty, but looks like Destiny and has Super Mario Kart elements thrown in for good measure. Now, imagine a future Stadia where you simply choose what you would like to play from a menu, press a button and let the super computers in the cloud build that game for you in a split second. Love it enough? Press another button and you can share with friends. Create something really new, press another button, and you could publish it to the store and take a cut in revenue. All of this and so much more is now not only a possibility, it's virtually a certainty. And there we must end our mind-blowing journey to the future of Stadia. If you thought our favourite platform was simply a carbon copy of what's come before, hopefully this has gone some way to opening your mind to the wonderful possibilities that are yet to come. This week's Rock Review game is Assassin's Creed Odyssey from Ubisoft. An open-world adventure that will keep you occupied for up to a massive 124 hours. But is it a good game for casual gamers? Each game that we put through a Rock Review gets ranked out of five for how quickly the game loads, can you start from where you left off, how easy is it to play, is it a rewarding experience, and is it good value? Starting with 1, how quick does it load? Like most Ubisoft games, Assassin's Creed Odyssey has a plethora of pre-launch screens which cannot be skipped, leading to an intermediate screen from which you decide to load a previous game, a new one, change your settings, etc., From here to your last game is not particularly fast either, although, because we're playing on Stadia, it's definitely faster than the console versions of the game. However, for an overly convoluted launch sequence, Assassin's Creed Odyssey scores are creaking 2 out of 5. 2. Can you pick up where you left off? As is the case with most of the games we review, Assassin's Creed Odyssey will not start exactly from the point you left off, but it will start you from the same location and will remember the steps you were on within the mission. Many times, it will even drop you into the exact moment that you left, although this depends on a variety of factors. Nonetheless, it does a great job of this, and so, for keeping your place when you have to pop out for a bit, Assassin's Creed Odyssey scores 4 out of 5. 3. Is it easy to learn? Assassin's Creed Odyssey is an absolute joy to play. Everything feels intuitive and less linear than others in the franchise have played to me. Just about every building, hill and structure in the game can be scaled with the game, taking care of most of the parkour decisions. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is still one of my favourite go-to games for a few minutes of chilled gameplay and I'm sure it will be for you, too. For ease of play, with just a gentle learning curve, I'm going to reward Assassin's Creed Odyssey 5 out of 5. 4. Is the game rewarding? Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a very rewarding game. Not only is there an easy-to-understand progression system with just about everything in the game capable of being progressed from your armour and weapons to your horse and even the crew on your ship, but the story is fantastic, with well-acted cutscenes and a tale that spans a lifetime. For a game that just keeps on giving, I have no hesitation in rewarding Assassin's Creed Odyssey another 5 out of 5. Is it good value? Although recently a pro game at a very affordable price of around $20, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is now back to being full price on Stadia. Although this may be a little hefty for some, it's worth bearing in mind that 124 hours is a significant length for any game, and this is a title you will be coming back to time and time again. On other platforms, the price of the game varies from $16 to $60, which is where Assassin's Creed Odyssey sits on Stadia. So although as a game it represents great value for pricing it at the top end on Stadia, it has to have points deducted. So for value, on Stadia at least, Assassin's Creed Odyssey scores just 4 out of 5. So there we have it. Assassin's Creed Odyssey has come out of the Rock Review Labs with a very respectable 20 out of 25. In this week's Tip Top, following the launch of the free Stadia Pro trial, we look at how you can claim yours. Okay, so the first thing you're going to want to do is go to stadia.com. This is the sign-up page. You'll see that there's a Buy Now button and a sign-up with your invitation code. Now, if you've paid for Premiere, click on Buy Now. But if you've got the free two-month trial, you need to click on Sign Up with your invitation code. So let's do that now. Oh, you can also read a little bit more about the Premiere Edition here. You'll need to choose a valid Gmail address, and it can't be a corporate account. Now, at this point, you would enter your invite code if you had been given one from some other source. But we're going to click on Confirm, because we're using the two months free trial. Have a quick read of the terms and conditions, they're fairly simple. Accept those and click Next. At this point you're going to want to choose an avatar for your character. You don't have an option to upload your own photo yet sadly, but there are some quite quirky and fun images that you can choose. And you can also choose a different one in the future at any point. So go ahead and choose, in my case I've chosen the whale now you're going to want to enter your stadia name this is your avatar name and this will be used throughout your account you can change this in the future but it probably isn't a good idea and you will need to contact stadia to do that so I'm going to choose stadia rocks which of course is my youtube channel and click next and there we are all we have to do if we're happy with everything is confirm. You've then got to make some choices as far as your privacy and security settings are concerned. I'd recommend just reading through each option, but they're all fairly straightforward and your choices are basically that you choose your friends, nobody, or everybody. I'm gonna choose everybody because, hey, what the heck. you want to receive emails or no? I'd actually choose yes because there's some really interesting news but I get those anyway so I'm going to click Next and then very finally we start our trial note that it's for two months the free trial but you can cancel at any point before this and you will revert to a free account I'll explain what that means in a second now unfortunately you do need to enter some form of payment however no money is taken Uh, This is purely to validate that you are real and at any point between the signing update and the two month trial you can cancel. It's a very simple process. Now if you do cancel, it's important to note that any games that you've claimed for free, and we'll go through that process in a second, will no longer be in your account. Any saves or progress that uh, you've achieved, though, will be kept for you and archived. So at any point in the future, if you wanted to resume your Pro subscription, then all you have to do is go back in, start that again, and you'll be able to play the games with all your original progress still in place. However, if you buy a game at any point, that's yours, irrespective of whether you continue with the Pro subscription or cancel. So that's worth noting, and there are some really good fair price games, starting from around £10 and going up. And because you've got a two months pro subscription, you'll also get all of the discounts. So look out for those, because there can be significant discounts on the more expensive games. Okay, well that's opened the account, now all we have to do is get our games you'll see that it says you're a pro subscriber, and of course that's for two months, so we'll click and get our games. This will now launch us into, in this case, the Chrome web browser, uh, and we're seeing straight away the, the current list of Stadia Pro games available. Now these are games that are essentially given for free every month to a pro subscriber. Uh, In this case, I've chosen Destiny 2, and we're going to claim Destiny. Simple as clicking on Claim, and the job is done. At this moment in time, there's nine games to claim for free, and Stadia releases between one and three games per month, always on the first of the month, which, of course, is something to look forward to. Now, to claim more games, just go back up to Store, Here you'll find the current library of games available, those that you can claim for free under your subscription, and of course those to purchase. Once again, claim, and it goes straight to your library ready for you to play. You can play Stadia within a Chrome browser or from many Android mobile devices. Unfortunately, at this moment in time, that doesn't include uh, any iOS devices but you could, for example, connect your Chrome browser or mobile device to your TV with a suitable HDMI lead. Alternatively, if you purchase a Chromecast Ultra and a Stadia controller, you can play on your television in full 4K for at least the period of your two month subscription. One of the other great advantages of Stadia is that you can literally play with any modern controller. So that includes PlayStation 4, Xbox, or of course the controller from Stadia themselves, or with keyboard and mouse. Now, all you need to do is make sure at this stage that you wire it to your laptop or mobile phone. Wireless is coming, but it's not available at the time of recording this podcast. So finally, you will now want to download the app, which is available from all the app stores, Android and iOS. The big difference is on Android, you can actually play the games as long as you have a qualifying device. So let's tap on the app, open it up, and we can instantly see the library of games that we previously chose. Now, if we go and visit the store, we can see all the same games available from the Chrome browser, as well as those games for us to claim. So let's claim Serious Sam. add that to our collection and there we go instantly in our library and if we were on our Android device we could tap that icon to play it. within settings you can also choose and change things such as the quality which can go from the 1080p which is default up to 4k and you can even choose under the display tab to view on any television with HDR capability If you click on Explore, you can also take a look at some content that includes latest news, some tutorials, blogs, etc. So there you go, you're now up and running with your new Stadia account. It's time once again to look beyond the cloud at the stars of Stadia. Who is our guest today?
1: Thank you Rock for having me on. Hello folks, my name is Brian. I run the Club Stadia channel here on YouTube. And me personally, well, here's a little bit about me. Right now, I am missing the hell out of baseball. I'm missing getting haircuts. And well, fortunately, this kind of works out in this environment. I love video games. And me personally, I've been playing them since, I don't know, I was like three or four years old. Sega Genesis, through and through, growing up. Of course, Super Nintendo was in there too. But you know, at the same time, I've been playing video games my whole life. It's been the one constant for me for all this time. And I love it so much that I have begun to cover it in ways that I didn't think were possible. And I am glad to be here with you fine folks today.
0: Hi, Brian. Thanks for joining us. What attracted you to Stadia?
1: What attracted me to Google Stadia? Well. One of my favorite consoles came out this generation in a long time known as the Nintendo switch and what the switch does If you are unfamiliar somehow it allows you to pretty much play any game you have portably on a big screen Wherever you feel like it really and for me Google Stadia does that but in a much much better way In fact that you can play it not on just your TV You can play it on your phone. You can play it on your computer. You can play it on your laptop You can play it on your tablet. It is so darn flexible. That is just amazing To have and the fact that you can play all these big titles and do it at the best fidelity possible without plunking down all this money on hardware that's what attracted me to it so it was a combination of so many things
0: and what do you think you're most well known for in the stadia community
1: what am i most well known for in the stadia community well i I don't do anything out of the ordinary just yet but i guess the one thing people can probably point at me and say is that's the guy that did the Mortal Kombat tournament. And I did that during the Stadia Super Saturday event. Uh, it's a 24-hour event hosted by Stadia Source. And I was only about two weeks into this community. And they're like, hey, would you mind doing something for us during that event? And we're like, sure. I don't know what, but let's, let's, let's come up with something. So uh, Mortal Kombat's been, you know, kind of just like uh, Sonic for me has been one of the constants in my life. Do I suck at Mortal Kombat? Sure. But here's the thing. <laughs> It's been a fun game for my whole life. I've enjoyed it so much. I was like, you know what? Let's do a tournament. I'll commentate. I'll do the easy thing. Let everyone else take care of the hard part. And I would say that's probably what I'm most well-known for up to this point. Um, Maybe we'll get into a little more after that.
0: What would you say you're most proud of being involved with since covering Stadia?
1: What am I most proud of since covering Stadia? It has to be the community aspect of it because I have never been a part of a community that has just grown so quickly and has just become so neighborly. I haven't felt so close to people I've never actually met before because everyone's just so nice to each other. Everyone's so mature. And we're all just gamers at heart. So, I mean, we all have that same big thing that, you know, kind of puts us together in that one group. And from there, it spawns into so many different friendships. So I, I love the community aspect. That's what I'm proud of, to be a part of. And I'm also proud that I've been able to get to a point where I'm comfortable asking five other people to join me in a podcast uh, known as the State Initiative that is uh, had its last or first episode rather uh, last week and we're looking at having our next one next Friday sometime in the uh, evening area in uh, the central standard time zone but I just I'm so proud of what I've been able to do in just a short amount of time with the community aspect and just kind of being able to uh, mingle with all these other content creators like yourself Adam. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. What do you think is next for Stadia? What do I feel is next for Stadia? Well, considering the current global landscape, this is a tough question to answer, but let's put that aside and just think that, okay, well, the next next big thing for Google and Stadia is to have the full release, and we don't know when that is, of course, but that is what we're looking at next that's what's on the horizon so we're gonna have this ability to push out more of these trials and say hey try this out see if it works for you and they're gonna be like oh maybe i was wrong i don't know and they'll be able to see that so the next thing for stadia is uh changing the narrative and changing this perception very true
0: do you have any big plans for your content moving forward
1: do you have any big plans for my content? Yeah. Uh, as I kind of already mentioned earlier, the Stadia Initiative is my biggest plan to date. Uh, I just do your typical news analysis reviews. Like I said, nothing too out of the ordinary. I just hope I bring it in a certain flavor for you that uh, you find enjoyable. But the thing I'm looking forward to my big project, if you will, is the Stadia Initiative, bringing five awesome content creators and myself together in a group panel style podcast. And I'm a big fan of these big group style podcasts personally. So that's why I wanted to do a big group-style panel podcast. Man, I can't believe I said that right. Three times in a row, I think. All right, well, I'm bringing you know uh, Chase from Stadia Talk, Eddie from Stadia Player One, Jermani, known as 6.4, MM2K, also known as Stadia Dosage, and then Meg, Megatron X, all together because I need them to prop me up just a little bit and let them do all the hard work and make me look good. So, I mean, I, that's something I'm just really excited for. And, I mean, obviously with Episode Zero, it, it was just so much fun, and the community aspect making it even better. I mean, I I can't say this enough. The community makes things like that even more enjoyable than they already are. So uh, having the ability to do that and bringing that to the forefront of what I'm doing on my channel is just, just the one thing you can look out for on Club Stadia.
0: Brian, thank you so much for coming on Stadia Rocks. Where can people find you?
1: Adam, I want to absolutely thank you for making me a star of Stadia, a superstar, if you will. My name is Brian, if you you know didn't catch that a little bit ago. Uh, you can find me at Club Stadia TV on Twitter. You can find me at YouTube.com forward slash ClubStadia, And uh, you guys can find me anytime. And Adam, anything else? I'm your guy.
0: Huge thank you to Brian for being our star of Stadia this week. Please go and visit Brian's channel on YouTube, subscribe, and like his content. He really does some great stuff. Just about wraps it up for another week. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. If you have, please give us a like, follow us on your podcast app or subscribe to us on YouTube. Keep your feet on the ground, your head in the cloud and enjoy your gaming. Well, you got way beyond the 1% viewer club, and that is an absolute achievement, and I love you dearly for it. Let me know. Tweet me at StadiaRocks, and I may just have a little reward for you. Take care, my friends.